there's something about him I feel like it's me I'm looking right at him He's literally me Welcome to another episode of Literally Him, a deep dive into Ryan Gosling's filmography. I'm your co-host, Joseph. And I'm your co-host, Emilio. Welcome back for another episode, everyone. I want to start off this podcast by letting you know that me and Emilio are recording in person. For This is barely the third time we've recorded in person, and I think we have like 23, 24 episodes. So like 85% of our episodes have been via... Like uh, we use a uh, Riverside, so it's like Zoom. Um, and yeah, how you feeling, Emilio? I can't look at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny because like when we do this, we like I do enter a mode at least for the first ten minutes, where it's just like, oh yeah, let's go through the motions. But now it's like kind of broken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I feel like I have to look somewhere and not look at you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of, what's really good for that is that, uh, I didn't like that sentence, <laughs> what's going to work out for us is that we're going to watch Only God Forgives. Instead of giving you a scene-by-scene -scene breakdown, we're going to watch the movie and comment on it. So if you guys want to do the same, you can just have the movie up and watch it with us. Yeah, it's uh, free on freebie. Oh, wait, I put on the freebie one, so there's ads. Oh, shit. Should I put rent rent the other one? Yeah, let's go ahead and rent it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Amelia's gonna go ahead and rent it. I might have to edit this part out, but whatever. Um Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Dead air. Dead air. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I've seen this movie before and I kinda wanted to do this because I know Joseph hasn't seen it. Oh fuck, god damn it. <laughs> and uh so I wanted to get like kind of more of like a live reaction because this movie is different. It's definitely built different. Yeah. Um, Julian's brother's built different. <laughs> we'll get into it right now. Yeah. It was funny because like uh, leading up to this uh, recording, I was worried about watching, not having watched the movie and just going into it, trying to comment on it because I do want to watch the movie. You know, I am interested in it. Ryan Gosling's in it. So of course I'm interested in it. So I kind of just broke down. And I was like, fuck it. I'll just watch it one time. And then this way I'll have even more to talk about when we get to the recording. But even then, like, um, I'm not sure it, it is. Uh, we'll just try our best. We'll see what happens. Yeah. This, this movie rewatching it, I was kind of surprised at how, kind of like straightforward the story is it's more like a visual more like visual storytelling rather than like heavy emphasis on the story so this feels like a little bit easier to talk about than like that dog shit movie song to song <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I do want to give Emilio credit. This was his idea that we should do a commentary episode. And I think if we're going to do commentary on any movie, it would probably be this one because there is just a lot of uh, visuals. And I think it really benefit the listener to go and check out the movie and then listen to this episode. Or you could rent the movie and, and listen to our podcast at the same time. 
Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, but before we get into that, I do want to ask you, Emilio, um, just to keep up with our with our shenanigans on this podcast. How you doing? I'm doing good. I had a weird uh, night last night at work, but other than that, it's going well. <laughs> <laughs> You got to give me some deets now. <laughs> um, no, you share whatever you feel comfortable. <laughs> just, a, just an odd night. <laughs> I don't know who listens to this podcast. Uh, in the background, if you hear some coughing or ooh, if you hear anything, that's Emilio's dog, Riley. It's Riley uh, choking on a bone. <laughs> she's doing all right. Um, I did want to ask you, Emilio. Um, I know we've talked about this before, um, about action movies, this movie going into it, I really thought it was going to be like extremely focused on action, but what are some of your favorite, uh, action movies? Um, Hmm. I really, I actually really like the mission impossible movies, especially the newer ones. Um, the typical like lethal weapon, uh, last boy scout, Damn. I can't I can't say like I have one definitive favorite, maybe Predator, but that's kind of more like sci-fi. I guess I like some of the Fast and Furious movies. Fast Five is probably my favorite one. They're gonna make a ride at uh Universal. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. That sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Vin Diesel <laughs> gaslighting you into being part of his family. <laughs> It'll be funny, like there's a loop or something and like they have built in speakers and the whole time you just hear family, family, family. And then you have to hear in the background like I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um yeah, I like a lot of action movies too. Uh, I like all the classics. I always think of Terminator whenever I think of action oh, movies. Oh yeah. Yeah, always, Terminator's good too. I always think of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um a more recent franchise that came out is the John Wick franchise. I can't fucking get enough of that shit. That's right. John Wick's good. I need to watch the fourth one. I heard the fourth one's really good. The fourth one kicks ass. And apparently they're going to make a fifth one. And and when it first was announced, I was kind of like, what? Like, they should have just ended at the fourth. But now that I'm, like, rewatching the old... the the fir- I rewatched the first one recently. I was like, fuck, yeah, I'm excited for a fifth one. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, uh, shifting gears to our movie this week, we talked a little bit about it, but like, what was your first experience watching um, Only God Forgives? Um, So I had watched Drive, and then so I kind of started kind of going down the Ryan Gosling uh, rabbit hole. And this movie, I really wanted to see it in theaters, but... This had a really limited release. So I I think I watched it. I think I rented it. Or it came out like on Amazon Prime, maybe. It was it was a streaming somewhere. But um yeah, I watched it and the first time I watched it, I was kind of just like, what what the fuck is this? <laughs> it was uh different. Well, I mean, cause like Drive was kinda uh, marketed as like a heist action movie and then when you watch it it's like I think personally it's a lot better than how they marketed it um, but this one was marketed like some type of uh, for the listeners Riley's hopping on Emilio right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was kind of marketed as like a Muay Thai type of like fight movie and then when you watch it that is kind of not what it is at all <laughs> Yeah, I was like super surprised how like stunning and visual this movie is and how like 
there's a lot of time in the movie. I don't know if that makes sense. Like it's only an hour and a half and like the story only takes maybe like an hour and 20 minutes, like the mm-hmm. movie itself. And then the rest is just credits. But like, um, yeah, the, I think the story can be summarized pretty easily and we could seriously do it in just one minute. But before we do that, I wanted to ask you, do you have a synopsis ready for us? I do. Yes. So in Thailand, a drug trafficker, a drug trafficker's icy mother, that's odd, sends him on a mission to avenge his older brother who was killed for beating an underage prostitute to death. That's actually a really good synopsis. <laughs> that explains the whole movie. Yeah. Um, I, I, as always, I usually watch these uh, whenever I have to watch a movie. Or whenever I get the privilege to watch a movie with Ryan Gosling, I'll watch it with Godel. And I read the synopsis to her and she was like, okay, <laughs> let's go ahead and get into it. Um, this movie sounds fun. <laughs> uh, I do want to point out that the director, do you know how to say the director's name, by the way? I think it's, well, it's Nicholas Winding Refn. I think that's how you pronounce his very last name, Refn. Yeah, well, he is also the director who did Drive. And I do want to point out to listeners, like, after this, we only have two movies left. We have The Big Short, and we also have Drive. So we'll get back to this director fairly soon. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I want to point out? Oh, yeah, another thing is, like, uh, the uh, we uh, right now is Oscar season. Um, the Oscars have not been announced yet as of this recording, but they will be on Tuesday. Um, fucking Barbie is crushing it and yeah. with so many, it's getting so many fucking awards, um, for its music, cinematography. It won like a brand new award for the Golden Globes, which is like best, like movie that did the best in the box office or some shit. I think it's oh, the okay. first ever to win that award. Mm. And it's pretty sweet. Um, how do you feel about Ryan Gosling's chances to win an Oscar for his performance? You know what? I who won in his category? Do you know who won in his category? Um, I think at the Golden Globes it was Robert Downey Jr. I'm not. Oh yeah, right. Sure. Yeah, yeah for Oppenheimer. Yeah. Um, you know, I know he. There's a chance he'll get nominated. Um, just because it is very different, and plus, like the buzz around, obviously, the movie and uh, his song. Um, I did see like a funny meme where it's like where he looks shocked that he won a Golden Globe or was it a Golden Globe nomination for the song? No, I think it was for like Critics Choice Award or something. Oh, yeah. 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 And um, there there was a meme of him and it says Ryan Gosling looks shocked because he realizes he might have to perform this at the Oscars. <laughs> That'd be dope as fuck. I'd, I'd tune in for that. Yeah. I'm, it's funny because, like, I don't give a shit about the Oscars. I don't like these accolades because at the end, it's like, who fucking cares? But it is nice when, bless you, Riley. It is nice when, um, when, like, something you like gets recognized, I guess. Yeah. Um, I wasn't expecting Barbie to get that many awards. I thought a lot of people would, like, shun it. Um, just like Joe Coy did with his shitty ass monologue. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I'm happy to see how many awards it's getting, especially for um, oh fuck, what the fuck's the song called? The Billie Eilish. Um, oh, I I know which one you're talking about. I don't remember though. <laughs> We're so good at hosting this podcast. <laughs> Anyways, that song kicks ass, and I'm glad that she won all those awards. Um, but yeah. Anyways. 
Um, let's go ahead and get started with this movie. So Emilio is literally about to press play right now. So if you're going to watch it with us, press play right now. All right, cool. Nudity, violence, substance use, alcohol use, smoking, foul language, and sexual content. Nice. It's always nice to um, start a movie, and that's the first thing you see, especially when you're going to watch this with your future (laughs) (laughs) father-in-law. I always tell Emilio that when I watch these movies that... Um, it's only at the points where it's like the most awkward to watch this with someone else that that uh, Catalina's dad always walks in. And is like, hey, what you guys watching? <laughs> I get so mortified, and he just sees a scene of bodybuilders showing off to like some old white lady. <laughs> <laughs> I really like it. Spoiler alert! I really like that scene. Um, I like this a lot. So the movie takes place in Thailand, and I like that they're using actual Thai, like written down Thai language for it. Um, it's really cool. I like that a lot. Yeah, I, they were in Thailand for a few months to shoot this, and they actually got uh, I know Nicholas Winding Refn got a lot of um inspiration from when he visited Thailand. Um, also supposedly Ryan Gosling had to go on like a Muay Thai fighter diet oh, for shit. this film, which is supposedly a lot of fish. A lot of fish, veggies, and like rice or something like that. Yeah. Um, the, so, like, the movie has a lot of um, red tones and a lot of blue tones, and I really like it a lot. It looks really fucking cool. Um, just to give the listener, like, if you don't, okay, so if you don't want to listen to this whole thing, mm. that's okay. <laughs> Let me give you a quick rundown of the movie. So, Ryan Gosling. He's a white guy who lives in Thailand and he runs a martial arts um, uh, kickboxing uh, tournament, right? His brother is a piece of shit who (laughs) rapes and kills a 16-year-old prostitute. Um, And Ryan Gosling's mom shows up and tells him, you have to seek vengeance for your brother. So go kill this detective who like killed him. And in doing so... Um, he tries to, but this detective is uh, really like strong and badass, and he doesn't get the chance to do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, his mom ends up getting killed by this detective, and then Ryan Gosling gets his hands chopped off, and then that's the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It is a pretty straightforward movie. What does that say? So, if you guys just want to see like our final review, just skip to the end. But we're gonna. We're going to run through this whole fucking thing. So what we're watching right now is Ryan Gosling looking over at some white, other white guys. They're wearing red. His goons. Do you know what the red is supposed to symbolize? Like, was there a choice for that? Because even the boxers in the ring are wearing red and blue, and those colors reappear over and over and over again. Um, I know there is, like, a underlying thing with... Chang, who is the main detective, uh, Chang is supposed to be like this metaphorical uh, human embodiment of God. And Ryan Gosling's character, Julian, and Julian's brother, Billy, and also their their mother, Crystal. They're uh, you know they're not great people. They're they're secretly having like a drug smuggling ring disguised with this Muay Thai uh, boxing gym. So I think it kind of like symbolizes like the sins that they're doing or like the evil mm. that they are. Um, Cause obviously every time you see Chang, it's always in like 
brighter, like lighter tones. And these guys are always kind of in the dark and there's heavy, like red and orange. But, um, also this movie doesn't have a lot of dialogue. (laughs) Yeah, dude. It's very quiet. It's a very quiet movie in terms of dialogue. Yeah. So yeah, Ryan Gosling's character, he's leaning up against this like fence and it's lighting up the whole scene. Like, it's such a very like visually stunning movie. Like I, yeah. I really like the the choices they make. Like just the lighting in this scene is so cool, and the where like Ryan Gosling is standing. Uh, Ryan Gosling's character is named Julian, by the way. And right now we're gonna get into the scene where Julian's brother Billy um, commits a horrible, horrible act, and it was hard to watch this. If I'm being honest. <laughs> Wait, is this where, like, did your, uh, did Cutto's dad, like, sit down with you right at this part? Oh, he was there for the whole thing. For the oh. beginning. Well, like, for the first 30 ish minutes. And then he got up after a while. And, and uh, yeah. <laughs> he was like, okay. <laughs> I do, like, look at this fucking scene right here. Like, all the blues and, and like, just the lid, let's a hint of red. Uh, but yeah. automatically, when I saw these, like, uh, Thai uh, uh, sex workers in the background, I was like, oh, boy, I hope they don't cut to a sex scene right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and in this scene, so Billy um, goes to this um, brothel, pretty much, and he tells the owner that he wants to have sex with an under- underage girl. And the owner of the brothel tells him like what you see is what you get. And he asks him, Oh, you, well, you have a daughter. So he already knows that his daughter is a younger age. And this shot looks really great. It's kind of like very, uh, menacing because it, he, their character, his character, Billy kind of towers over the women. Like he's looking onto them. Um, so he kind of looks like this big menacing character. And then he bashes the guy over the head and runs in there and grabs the girl. It was crazy. Cause like already in the synopsis, you know, that Billy is going to commit like this, like really heinous murder. And I thought that was it. I thought that was going to be it, but then we cut to him walking the streets and he's not done. <laughs> like He already beat the shit out of, of some guy and, and one sex worker, but he's not done. Um, he needs more. He needs more. He's not satisfied. I actually don't know who this actor is either. I don't know either, yeah, but he does a great job being in the movie. He's not in it very long, but he does a great job of being a pedo. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> He's good. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we see Ryan Gosling's hands right here, and uh, he must use Lubriderm on those babies. Um, yeah, his hands look very smooth. And um, yeah, you I want him to rub his hands all over me. <laughs> I want him to wipe some like crumbs off my face like he does with uh, what's her face and song to song <laughs> that shit still makes me laugh i think about that i don't know if you remember like uh when he says that line to the i forgot the woman's name in it and he's like oh you got something on your face there you oh go. yeah <laughs> here's the here's the fucking star of the movie it's fucking Chang. He is such a good fucking character. What do you think about Chang, Emilio? Yeah, I actually, I really like his um, character in this film. He kind of has like this, uh, um, I don't want to, because he, cause he's not necessarily like a good, a good guy in this movie either. Like he's pretty much killing people 
but he's supposed to be like the lead police officer of this like town and he kind of just shows like pretty much no remorse or like no mercy he kind of has like this ominous um aura about him yeah i think this guy's a semi-famous um actor in thailand yeah he's done a lot of shit a lot of shit that obviously we don't know because it's i guess it's big in thailand but he's yeah and he fucking rocks the shit out of this movie his look and i just buy his performance so much because he's supposed to come off as this like the ultra the ultimate like neutral person Mm -hmm. like just committing acts of like to make things fair and balanced yeah he seems like very like a black and white like he sees like the world for like black and white like there's no gray and this scene kicks ass how he how Chang is in blue and Billy isn't just covered in red and, and also like the blood from the uh from the prostitute, like very crazy. <laughs> and again, like the the dad showing up right here, the dad of the prostitute, and he's also like in red and standing on red. Mm-hmm. Like he's also like a scummy piece of shit for making his daughter do this. Yeah. Um yeah, so in this scene they're in like a motel room. And Chang is pretty much well. Billy's like in the corner, uh, I guess. Like, uh, I not sulking, but I just sitting with sitting with what he's done. And so Chang brings in the prostitute's father, and he's pretty much. So that's why I say like his character is kind of black and white, because he's basically telling the father like, "This is your fault. Like, you did this." You let your daughter become a prostitute who is underage. Like, this is because of you. Dad is fucking sweaty, too. It must be. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, have you ever been somewhere where the humidity is, like, just fucking awful? I actually run pretty hot, so it's pretty humid for me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, my mom is from El Salvador. And um, the first time I went, or not the first time I went, but like the time I went when I was older and could remember a lot, I was like, 20 and uh, i remember feeling like wow i'm back here it's so crazy and then i felt the humidity just smack me in the face and i was like oh my god that sounds disgusting <laughs> and also i've been to savannah georgia and it's like the same thing it's just muggy and you're sweating constantly even at night you're sweating your ass off it's just crazy i don't think i can handle that i don't like being sweaty i like this guy that that hands a hands a chang the um the tea oh yeah like his like number two guy or whatever. <laughs> So in this uh, next scene, uh, Ch- well, Chang tells the father like to do what he thinks is like what he should do, and the father beats Billy into fucking oblivion. Yeah, they show his face right. Ugh, oh, yeah. <laughs> he, yeah, it looks it looks like a David Lynch movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his his face is just unrecognizable, and it looks like his eyes are missing. Yeah. It reminded me of like um, the movie The Fly with um, yeah, just like body horror type shit. Yeah, this scene is really okay. Look, we're gonna say this a thousand times. This scene is really good, <laughs> but I do like this. Um, so yeah, the father is like begging for mercy. They take him out to this like empty field, and um, like uh, Chang is still here to seek more justice because it doesn't end here. Like yeah, Billy's dead. But this poor girl would have never been in this situation had her father not made her be a prostitute. So, like, this father needs to pay, too. This guy's, like, an unhinged Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I need more justice. 
<laughs> I don't like when Batman kills people. <laughs> uh, like, uh, like I'm being serious. Like, <laughs> people always like there are like cartoons where like where Batman kills people, and I don't like that. Like, Batman shouldn't kill people. <laughs> this Batman, the Thailand Batman, kills people. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, so like there's like um this thing with this character where he he's like seeking um justice from like every I guess like angle. So like in this specific case, like because the father kills the, the guy Billy because he killed his daughter, but now because he has because like it's like a metaphor too with like the hands. Mm. like your hands kind of hold like like your hands are like dirty mm. and so that's why he in this scene he cuts off his hands like this is like a payment or like like his punishment for like what he's done yeah chang also points out like you uh this isn't about uh billy or your dead daughter it's about your three living daughters so you never mm-hmm. forget them like don't fuck up again i'm gonna make sure so i'm gonna chop off your fucking hands so you don't forget um okay this scene i remember watching and Godot's dad was in the room and i love Godot's dad so much but you know you just don't want to be watching strange shit like this especially when like <laughs> like they turn to you and they're like why are you watching this like oh because i have a podcast oh, what's your podcast about oh it's uh, we just watch ryan gossip movies. the guy getting uh, tied up in a cook chair right now <laughs> oh, okay and you're gonna marry my daughter okay <laughs> The scene was uh weird, <laughs> but it, let's let's comment on Ryan Gosling. This is 2013. Ryan Gosling, ten years ago, um, very slender. I like his outfit. I like his like Chelsea boots. The only yeah. thing that ages his outfit is like he has deep V's. Mm-mm. But other than that, he's looking pretty good. Yeah. So in this scene, Ryan's character Julian is tied up to a chair. And this prostitute ties his arms or his hands onto the armrests. And she is uh, doing stuff to herself. And Ryan kind of watches. But he also, I put in my notes that he looks scared. (laughs) (laughs) I put in my notes, he looks scared. And I put Ryan cooked. (laughs) Ryan getting cooked by Casper, I guess. I don't know. It was, um, yeah, it was hard to watch this. But um, that being said, the scenery is really cool. It's just super deep reds. Mm. The um, wallpaper is fucking cool. And if you focus on the background when they show the actress, um, we're still in rank, in the uh, Julian's uh, Muay Thai like uh, arena. Yeah, they have like dozens of different rooms in this in this gym. Is it kickboxing or Muay Thai? Muay Thai. Okay. Yeah, and um, yeah, he looks like this. He looks like scared or like disappointed or something. Like he doesn't look <laughs> like he's enjoying this at all. This is what you wanted, and then suddenly she. Oh, I get it. He's edging. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, they were ahead of their time, huh? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the actress's look right here is so intense. It's so like it, it really threw me in a loop. This movie is also very fever dream dreamish. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just have to roll with that. Just you know, it's fine. Yeah, because in this scene, it kind of cuts from him 
tied up to the chair into like he's having like some type of vision. So he walks out into this hallway and he walks down the hallway and he's staring at a an open room, but it's pitch black dark, but something is um propelling him to go to this room. And he's walking very cautiously towards it and it's literally just a pitch black room. And it's kind of building up this uh, tension of he like he's not sure what's in the room or he knows what's in it and he's just afraid to go in there. Um, this shot right here specifically is really nice. I don't want to like belittle the movie and I'm not trying to, but like it seems like Ryan Gosling's doing a cologne ad right here. <laughs> so he's reaching out into the emptiness of this like doorway. And in a moment, we're going to see a knife slice through his hand. Um, do they show the whole thing? Yeah, they Ooh. show it's very bloody. Um, but I feel like in that scene, they could have cut to Dior or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be running to the mall or go buy it to go try it out. Yeah. And then also in this scene, Chang walks out. Uh, Chang walks out, out of nowhere and Ryan Gosling's back sitting in his cook chair. And um he like even the women stare is staring back at him and they both have this intense look of fear so this film does it's not like a um linear uh story it kind of cuts into like like what joseph mentioned earlier it's like a fever dream like it's like in in and out of reality and like what i guess what julian is thinking in his head or what he thinks is like going to happen. Yeah. So one of his, uh, one of Julian's henchmen tells him that his brother's dead. Dude, I had, I had a hard time like figuring out what to call these guys. In my (laughs) notes, I was like, Oh, the men. And I was like, Oh, the goons. And then like, and Julian doesn't react much, which I wouldn't either. Like if like your brother commits a heinous act like that, like it's not going to come out of nowhere. He must've been a piece of shit beforehand. So he's just kind of like, well, I guess that was going to happen. I would kind of just be like, good. <laughs> um, this is a, I want to go to this bar. It looks so cool. So we were seeing Chang uh, do karaoke to his, like uh, a room full of like people that work under him. Yeah. I believe they're all uh, police officers in Thailand. You know what? I, I don't think they ever say like which city they're in, but I, I want to assume it's like Bangkok, Bangkok, maybe. Yeah, I could have sworn they did say Bangkok at one point, but now I'm not sure. This um, this bar in this scene kind of reminds me of the Melody Lounge. Yeah, I was thinking of that too. We went there for my birthday. That's the last time I was there. Uh, yeah, because they have like red lanterns that hang on the ceiling and tile floors. I did forget to point out the main point of the story is that Julian and his brother and mom are drug smugglers. Um, so we'll get into that later, but that's a big reason why they're there in Thailand. <laughs> this guy's a beautiful voice. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> <laughs> and there's also like a recurring theme uh, with Chang too, where he, it, Maybe I'm like jumping the gun on it, but I kind of just want to like talk about it. I like how every time he commits like a heinous act of justice, he goes to do karaoke right after. 
Oh boy. Okay. Now we're being introduced to Julian's mom, who is just like the epitome is like a Karen sociopath times five. Yeah. <laughs> She's the worst. She's insufferable in this film. And she kind of looks like she has like that look too. She's wearing like a pink sweater, platinum blonde hair, big black sunglasses. And she's checking into this hotel right now. And they said her room is not ready. And she immediately asked for the manager, which is a Karen thing to do. Yeah, I think uh, it's funny because like this movie's ten years ago, and even even though ten years ago is not super long ago, there was a lot of things that could age this movie. And I think the way that they dress up Julian's mom is not does not age the movie. I think it's very appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she just looks like a. Yeah, and also like her mascara, the way her mascara is done. She looks, she just looks like a bitch. <laughs> so I did read, uh, so the mom's name is Crystal. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's played by Dame Kristen Scott Thomas. And apparently the direct, what's the director's name again? Sorry. Nicholas Winding Refn. He modeled uh, Crystal's character after William Shakespeare's character, Lady Macbeth. Um, uh. which, uh, I guess makes sense. The most, uh, legendary bitch ever, Lady <laughs> Macbeth. <laughs> See, Ryan Gosling right here. Okay, so, if you're thinking to yourself, am I synced up to the commentary? We just saw Ryan Gosling pop up. He just fed a dog. He's looking up. He's looking across. There you go. The only thing that ages his outfit is his jeans are a little too tight. Yeah, he does a, have tight jeans on. And he has a deep V in his neck, and that's about it. You know, it's funny. When I saw this movie, I immediately went to go get Venus. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just jealous because, like, the one thing on my body that can't tan is my net, is my uh, chest. No matter how hard I try, so I can never pull off a DP. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> just embrace it. Start wearing it. That's how you're going to get it tan. Then you'll have a deep V tan. <laughs> so we see the uh, the dad of the prostitute that Billy murdered is arriving back home on a rickshaw, and he has his hand chopped off. And he's and um, Julian and his goons are surrounding him in his house. Which uh, I love this shot of just this regular ass street in mm-hmm. Thailand. It looks super fucking dope. Yeah. Also, like the way they. Um kind of filmed uh ryan's character it does like a lot of stuff in a lot of shots in this film are very like still like it's not nothing's really like moving around a lot there's a lot of still shots and there's a lot of um um shots where like the characters are very like prominent like it's focused on them like there's a scene right now where the man who Kill Billy is like sitting in a corner and there's like light shining on him, but everything else around him is like dark and it cuts in between back and forth to Ryan and two of his men. And Ryan is like in the middle, but he's the most pronounced and it kind of really shows like um, the power dynamic in this scene. He's also the only one wearing white. Mm hmm. Um, He's the only one with the veins on his biceps. He's the only one with a big (laughs) cock, too. (laughs) Not according to his mother. (laughs) As we'll see in a later scene. And then we see this reference to um, to Chang's uh, sword. 
uh, like it pops up in the movie. Just randomly, we cut to uh, Chang holding the sword and swiping down. Julian's always like so, or I guess yeah, Julian Ryan Gosling's character is always like he seems like so like like he's taking a lot in. I love the way that Chang walks throughout the whole movie. <laughs> he walks so cool. <laughs> he looks like a fucking Terminator. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I do want to read this little um, the fun fact that I found on IMDb. It said that writer director Nicholas White Wedding. What do you say? Is Winding. Whiting. It's W I N D I N G, right? Yeah. Yeah. Winding. Whiting Reffin. Got the idea for this movie while his wife was pregnant with their second daughter. He felt he felt very uh, existentialistic and felt he had much anger and violence in him. What the Damn. fuck? <laughs> Why? You hear that you're going to have a second daughter and you're like, I'm fucking pissed. I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> I'm going to make a movie with a bunch of prostitutes in it. <laughs> what? And uh, now we're at this uh, scene where we're introduced to Chang's family. So he has a wife and he has a young daughter. And it looks like they have they live pretty uh, modestly. Um, it does really showcase like how much uh, I want to say like light there is in Chang's life. Because right after this, it cuts to um, Julian. He's in a bathroom that's heavy, like dark blue lighting yeah. and very dark. And he's very lonely. Um, I, Is that Chang's wife or his like, or like the nanny? I thought it was his nanny because the way, I don't know, it could be his wife. Who knows? Okay. I think it is his wife. Um, so this one is a cool shot too. Yeah. The, the, again, the juxtaposition now, uh, Julian's in the blue and Chang's in red. Um, it's pretty fucking cool, bro. It's funny. I saw a TikTok the other day that was like, uh, here are a list of 10 movies that guys will watch and say, hell yeah. And number two was only God forgives. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Gosling staring into the camera. Hell yeah. <laughs> I one thing, one thing we have not pointed out is that Ryan Gosling's face is very asymmetrical, which is, very untypical for handsome people or good looking people. Like usually what, what makes a person scientifically, what makes a person so attractive is how symmetrical their face is. Mm -hmm. And Ryan Gosling's face is not symmetrical whatsoever, especially in there's some shots where you can really see that one of his eyes like droops a little bit more than the other. Yeah. It's very interesting. I remember uh, pointing out that fact to somebody. I was like, yeah, Ryan Gosling kind of has a droopy eye. And they were like, no, he doesn't. And I was like, no, yeah, he does. Like, if you look really close, he has a little droopy eye. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, he's way better looking than all of us. So. Yeah. So now in this scene. Someone's playing the trumpet. In a minute. It's really funny. I don't, I don't know if he picked up. Um, so now in this scene, his mother. What was his mother's name again? Carolyn? Crystal. Crystal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Carolyn? That's my sister's mom. <laughs> uh oh. Freudian Crystal. slip. <laughs> oh, no, she's a nice lady. Uh, also, so um, Crystal's like hugging Julian and her face is like right next to his crotch. <laughs> and she's like hugging his ass. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that, like she's like looking up at him, like kind of weird. Like yeah. there's like some odd like sexual tension that she has with her sons. Yeah, it's very odd. And um, she asked him like, "Did you kill the the guy who killed Billy?" And he says, "No, I let him go." Which like just goes to show that like Julian is someone who is remorseful and that he'll like try to do the good thing. Like he saw that this guy was like. Like, like his brother's a piece of shit. Why would he murder this fucking girl? Yeah. So just like whatever, he got his arm sliced off. What do I? What, what good's gonna happen if I kill him? I want to try to talk as much as we can because um, Billy's or sorry, Julian's mom says a lot of bad words. And, yeah, she uh, says a lot of bad words. Right a lot of really, really bad ones <laughs> in this scene. And it did fucking leave my jaw on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) I just noticed something on my laptop. That (laughs) the time stopped on it. Oh, really? Uh Oh, Oh God. She just said the bad word. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I don't think I'm recording anymore. Uh oh. All right, give us a second, everyone. We're just looking over something real quick. How do you check your time? It's just, uh, it's right here. For me, it's on the corner. It's just paused, but yours is still going. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure it's fine because I think this might have happened last time. Oh, okay. We're good. Don't worry about it. All right. You want to tell the listeners uh, what word she said? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) All right. So if you're still watching the movie, we're seeing this kid walk up to the dad and he sliced his back and then his neck and now he's dead. (laughs) Damn, that that was a... That was gory. (laughs) So yeah, Julian's goon hired one of their martial artists to fucking assassinate the dad who killed his brother and then his goon tells him like here's your money don't ever come back or we'll kill you <laughs> yeah it's um it really uh does show like the contrast of julian um julian's character uh compared to uh billy and crystal because as soon as crystal hears that julian didn't kill this guy she she goes behind julian's back and tells Julian's uh, henchmen to go and kill this guy. It's funny we're watching this because, like, I'm really focusing on the scenes that are not deep in blue and not deep in red. I'm trying to like figure out like what is the intention behind that. Some cool. <laughs> So yeah, this henchman reveals to uh, Crystal that it wasn't just this father who killed Billy that had a hand in killing Billy. It was also a cop that brought the father in and um, and allowed the father to kill Billy. So now she's like, okay, well, I'm going to kill this fucking cop then because I'm a stone cold bitch and I do what I want. <laughs> Little do they know that it's Chang. 
got me on the edge of my seat right now. <laughs> you got me edging, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Little do they know that Chang has a massive cock. <laughs> okay, here's another dreamlike, odd scene that really... Okay, they zoom in on Ryan's <laughs> crotch. I didn't notice that last time. <laughs> Well, they're they're trying to like emphasize his hands. His hands are emphasized a lot. That's not what I was looking at. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> but um, yeah, his uh, his hands are heavily emphasized in this film. Uh, he is a Muay Thai fighter. I mean, he does have a gym, so he obviously, I imagine, he knows how to fight in this uh, martial art. But hit. There's a heavy, heavy emphasis on his hands. So he's reaching into, like, so he's at a club where this girl, Mai, I believe her name is. Yeah. Which is the uh, sex worker that he's, like, in love with or always, like, hires. And, um, yeah, I was watching this once again with my future (laughs) father-in-law. I did skip forward during the scene because I was like, all right, this is enough. Like, we don't need a... So what he's doing now is uh, Mai is grabbing Julian's hand and putting it in her uh, crotchal region. And uh, at the same time, Crystal, that's her name, right? Yeah, Julian's mom. (laughs) Uh, Julian's mom is watching a bodybuilding show. There's also bodybuilders in the background. I just barely noticed that. There's two guys, like, shirtless, super buff. Yeah. And then, I, and then when I skip forward, it stopped on this scene, and we're all <laughs> laughing like really hard. <laughs> just the guys flexing. <laughs> so, was that in his imagination? That didn't happen, or what the fuck? I think it was in his imagination. Just so lonely. And then, who the fuck are these guys right here? Just- um, I believe these guys are in association. With uh, ouch! Ooh, I love how you just, bit, dude. Damn. Like that's a hard ass smack right here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this scene uh right now is pretty famous in the trailer. So Ryan or Julian smacks a whiskey glass into this guy's mouth, and he throws him out into the hallway, and he drags him by the mouth. So he basically grabs him by the roof of his mouth and is dragging him across the hall. Um, I actually, I actually don't know what their association is with anything. I think he was just like pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because when I skipped forward, I was like, I must have missed something. I'm sure like the mom told him like these guys work for the police department, but <laughs> Julian just beat the shit out of two random guys. <laughs> You know, I just noticed in this scene too, like how he looks at the one of the henchmen that's working with his mom now, and I like you can kind of tell like there's like a tension going on. Yeah, like oh look, look okay, let's look at Ryan Gosling's face in this scene because he looks he looks weird, crazy. His eyes yeah. are so fucking blue. They really saturated uh, this scene right there. The policeman's eyes are red, and if you notice in this scene. Again, the juxtaposition all the way behind him is red. He's in blue right now. Um, and again, it looks like a Dior sign's going to pop over his face. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So the cops telling Ryan like, "Oh yeah, the uh, fucking the dad who murdered your brother is dead. Do you know anything about it?" He's like, "Nope, I don't." Which sounds like a lie, but he actually doesn't because he doesn't know that his mom went behind his back and hired his goon to go fucking murder the dad. And then we see Chang have like a meetup with with the Julian's like fighters. Yeah, and they all like bow to him. So it's prominent that like Chang is like a very prominent character or a prominent person like in this city. He actually does walk pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He walks really cool. I, I unfortunately like, or not unfortunately, but something about me is I kind of walk with like a bounce to my step. And I always hate when people point it out. Um, especially when my students point it out, I feel really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. White bouncing like that. <laughs> Why are you bouncing like that? Um, but yeah, Chang. I got this wagon, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Chang walks really cool. Also, I like how um, so in this scene, Chang is walking out, and he looks at um, Julian, and he tells uh, his um, officer, like, "Oh, he he's not the guy." So like, he already knows that like Julian isn't necessarily leading this like revenge story. This is a cool scene. Too. I was about to say <laughs> this cool scene. Yeah, all the gold and the lighting. Um, again, another another color prominent in this movie is the gold lighting of street lights. And so, um, fucking Julian is following Chang down the streets. Maybe he's like following him to see how he can walk like him. <laughs> he walks so cool. I always like when um street lights have this type of color, like a gold hue to them. Because, mm. like, I think now Los Angeles is moving towards more, like, sterile, like, white or blue lights, like they used to have in the 90s. Oh, um, dude, have you heard uh, the conspiracy theory about that? No. <laughs> I know you have a coworker <laughs> that, like, thinks that, uh, what is it that your coworker always jokes about? That, like, 9-11 wasn't, was, like, is that the one don't you have a coworker that has like really deep into conspiracies and he has one that he's always like it could be true um damn i don't think so i, I don't rem- i don't remember well one i mean one dude kind of goes into conspiracy theories but this is something i found on fucking <laughs> on fucking instagram um that the blue lights that people are putting up because people say like, Oh, it's blue lights for like heroin users or something like that or drug users. But there's literally a group of people on Instagram and Twitter who are anti-vaxxers and they're saying, Oh, it's to like disrupt your, uh, um, signal or some shit. Cause there's like a little thing in your vaccine and it like, it, it disrupts like the thing in your vaccine. <laughs> Oh, man. That's really stupid. <laughs> I mean, have they been proven wrong? I mean, they could be right. <laughs> <laughs> I got the vaccine, and I've kept up with it ever since, and I gotta admit that um, like my butt got bigger, so if anything, it's only benefited <laughs> me. We just skipped a cool scene where Chang is like a wielding a sword, and it, he, he looks really cool using it. <laughs> So you see Lady Macbeth over here is uh, 
is contracting some white guy in Thailand to kill Chang. I want to point out that the background in this part does look mm. pretty like CGI-ish. It looks pretty funny. Yeah, it looks a little odd. A little bit odd, isn't it? It looks like uh, the movie Sin City. Um, oh, yeah. Like, very cartoonish. Back to Chang wielding his sword. He looks fucking cool. <laughs> his sword is actually not even that long either. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really average. <laughs> it's pretty big. I don't know. <laughs> You can say average is pretty good size. I mean, it's it's relative, right? Like, <laughs> it's average, so that's everyone's size, dude. It's all subjective, really. <laughs> he does wear tight jeans in this movie. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe I didn't notice that. It his is? shirts are like his shirts all like show his. They're like right above the bicep too. Yeah. Yeah, that, but, that was just an observation, by the way. I mean, you know, uh, um, I wonder what inseam it is. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what brand that is. It's not professionally stitched. Like he cut it himself. You can tell because like the edges like ruffle up. Mm. That, that's always ha- that always happens with shirts when you cut them. But he looks great. <laughs> <laughs> so in this scene, he's talking to Mai, and he has a gift for her. And he is telling her that he wants her to come to dinner with him and meet his mother. And he's asking her to wear this dress that he bought her. And Mai's like, dude, just fucking pay me. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) As long as you pay me for this dinner, we're good. That is pretty... um, Oh, that is a pretty wild thing to do. I mean, like, hey, you know, sex workers, yeah. But also, like, yeah, I'm going to take you to meet my mom. <laughs> I think the only I think the only thing that's sad about it is, like, you can't be honest with your mother. I think that really sucks. You can't just be like, I don't have a girlfriend. Sorry. <laughs> or boyfriend or whatever, you know. We're all we're all accepting over here, guys. Yeah. So, um, this, if you're an anti-vaxxer, you can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, in this scene, they're having dinner with his mother, and his mother just goes in on both of them. Yeah. Like I was very like Jesus Christ. Yeah, she says calls her a little <laughs> cum dumpster, which is you would think, yeah, that's really bad. Not the worst thing she said in this movie. No. <laughs> I think that the other line was pretty bad. <laughs> so this scene just to set up that like uh Crystal is like God oh, damn. <laughs> she's really mean, but also she can just see straight through bullshit. She'll call yeah. people for what they are. And she tells Myla and uh tells uh Julian, like, I know what's going on. Like you're a fucking you're a prostitute. Did you know that uh Julian is a um a drug smuggler? He doesn't just run a ring. Um Okay, I'm drinking a White Claw and it's hitting me in the face right now. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, yeah, so she pretty much is like going in on my, and at the same time she's like throwing Julian under the bus and saying like he's not like this perfect dude. Uh, he smuggles drugs and he's a drug dealer, and she's. Being sarcastic, like sarcastically apologizing because her first son is dead. And 
She's about to drop a bomb in this scene. <laughs> 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 I'm quiet as you try to listen to it. Okay, she's going to say right now. <laughs> she says he was always jealous of him. so uh julian's was never small but that's such an odd way to talk about your son's (laughs) so yeah if you're not watching the movie uh, julian's mom just straight up says you know it was never hard i don't think julian cares that billy is dead i don't think he really like they're always so competitive with one another. Of course, Billy always had the bigger cock. <laughs> she says it's so like nonchalant. And like she was, was like, "Oh, like Julian's wasn't small, but <laughs> Billy's was ginormous." <laughs> but she talks about it like she like she's like, Ugh, like yeah, like she's fucked both of them. It's very crazy. And then she orders Julian to go kill Chang. Oh my god, she's so good. She's such yeah. a great actor. She fucking kills this scene. Because like this could be so cheesy and shitty so easily, but she is so menacing. She does a great job. Yeah. She has a very thin cigarette. What are the? There's a, a Caprice. Caprice. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Joseph used to be. Well, I think all our friends used to be heavy smokers. You're. <laughs> <laughs> 13 <laughs> yeah jesus so we know we know a lot of the cigarette brands unfortunately finally kicked the habit though clean and sober yeah me too <laughs> me too okay <laughs> this is another awesome scene also i didn't notice until this scene that um okay maybe not an awesome scene because like he's assaulting <laughs> woman. i love this scene <laughs> <laughs> scene just feels right <laughs> Okay, Ryan's going to let out an awesome scream right now, and I want to stay quiet for it. (laughs) It's going up. It's coming up. God damn. (laughs) I didn't notice until they come out into the light. Um, that he's wearing a blue suit mm. in the other scene it looks all black i wonder if that was intentional so yeah my tells julian like why do you let your mom talk to you like that and then um he gets pissed off and orders her to take off the dress and he yells take it off and it, it's just <laughs> this classic grand gosling scream to which my does and hands it over to him <laughs> which is very like she's she's also a very interesting and cool character of just like yeah. dude like the fuck do you want like i'm like i'm not emotionally invested in this yeah it's um this is also like the scene too where i kind of realized that he has like a high-pitched scream because then it's more prevalent in um the place beyond the pines when he's robbing the bank he doesn't scream and drive right no no he i don't even think he really like raises his voice at all in the movie because he's autistic <laughs> <laughs> Classic, <laughs> classic uh, char- characteristic. <laughs> All right, so we see these two guys. They're being hired by the white guy that hired. That guy's a nipple piercing. <laughs> I never <laughs> noticed that. 
uh, Julian's mom hired this white guy. This white guy's hiring these two goons to go shoot up Chang. And that's the scene that's being set up right here. Um, I like how one of the uh, goons was wearing a scarf. Yeah, he's <laughs> very humid, fashionable. In humid Thailand. <laughs> um, I think Chang looks so cool in this scene. Like, already just knowing that some shit is going on. Yeah. And then the preparation too uh, is really cool of the, the, all the goons getting on dirt bikes and shit and with their guns, all the cops, like having food, chilling out, but Chang just knows that something bad's going to happen right now. Yeah. I love, um, I love when films kind of stylize, um, this like tension building up. Like it's not like fast, like you, like if this were like fast and furious, like it would be like, fast paced and like there'd be music in the background, but this film really shows like it's quiet and it seems like it, the, 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 the silence is what's building the tension. This is cool. This is a cool, like classic action thing of like hiding your gun. Like this guy's pretending he has a broken arm, but he's hiding his uh, Uzi under it. Damn. He fucking, just fucking, wipes everyone out in that restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> like barely got any of the cops, mostly got <laughs> one of the civilians really bad. Um, but I do like, uh, so before we, we Chang just murked a guy like no problem too. <laughs> so fucking good at shooting and killing people. <laughs> um, but I do like the, Emilio pointed out that like Chang's character is supposed to represent like, uh, like pretty much be almost God mm-hmm. in a way. And I think it's really highlighted in this scene because he already knows that this is going to happen. This horrible thing's going to happen. He possibly could have stopped it, but in his mind, I'm assuming he's thinking like, no, this is the way things have to happen. It's, it doesn't matter that it's sad or whatever. They don't deserve it. This is the way that shit's just going to play out. Yeah. Yeah. And especially now. So the, so he killed one of the men with the, Cause so there, so there was two men that were shooting up the spot and he was able to get one of them. And now the main one who uh, was pretending to have the broken arm is running through the alleys of this town and Chang already kind of, you can see like he's walking um, at a steady pace that he kind of knows where he's, where he's going. Yeah. I do like that. Chang just knows the city, like the back of his hand. I love this part right here. And yeah, you're thinking, like, what is he going to do? And there's just a close-up on a frying pan with oil. And he Ooh. fucking throws it in his face and it beats <laughs> the shit out of him with the pan. <laughs> it's so good. It's such a good payoff. That That's awesome. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, th- this movie kind of has, like, subtle comedy in it. Like, when you're writing this or, like, filming this, who thinks like, oh, let's have him like grab a walk on like on a from a street vendor and beat beat up this dude with it? Yeah, I always think those are good choices because like if you have a movie that's just purely like tension twenty four seven, like that could be a choice, but that could also draw away a lot of people going to watch the movie. Yeah, I think about like uh, recently watching Iron Claw and how in the story they left out a. And an, an entire brother that was a part of the the family, the Von Eric family, but the director did it so like he said something to the effect of, "Yeah, I wanted to leave out that that last brother because I thought it would have been too much for the movie for the viewer." And while like 
it would have been cool to be like 100 accurate it i think that was the right choice it would have been too much i still have to see that movie So we see Chang bring back the guy. <laughs> I love that his face is just deep fried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he brings him back to this like uh, auto shop and he tells the owner like, oh, so did you like help execute this plan? And then the owner says, yes. And he tells Chang like, I'm not afraid of whatever punishment you're going to give me, but please just make sure that my son is spared. And his son is like just this little boy who's clearly innocent, doesn't know anything. He has a troopy eye. Yeah, he looks like Ryan Gosling, if we're being honest. <laughs> Damn, the boy's eyes are lazy. <laughs> Why? So, okay, spoiler alert. Chang, like, spares the auto shop owner. Why do you think he does that? I think because he gives him information. feels like like i feel like if chang is sticking true to his character he would have done something but then again like in a moment we're gonna see that chang's gonna fucking gut this guy behind, uh that that shot up the place so maybe it would have been too much to gut him and then kill the fucking auto shop yeah has that red scarf oh he doesn't use it that he was hiding his gun that's why yeah <laughs> What is up with that kid, actually? <laughs> his knife. I love that his knife just, his sword comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Again, like Emilio told me earlier, that's what makes him godlike. The, the fucking sword just comes out of nowhere. Never see it. Chang is fucking fitted, too. Yeah. Ooh. Maybe he spares the shop owner because, like, this is, like, the shop owner's punishment. Like, his son has to see this man get his ribs cut in half. Yeah, you see, like, his, like, blood spurting out on his ribs. I do want to point out that uh, Caro's dad had a really funny line. Because you see the guy's, like, blood spurting out in the, and his ribs popped open. And he mm -hmm. turned to Caro and he's like, all right, name every vein that you see right now. <laughs> <laughs> How would you stitch that? <laughs> God, was in PA school, so we're always talking about medicine. What do you think about this scene? This scene is very, like, we're we cut to, like, a very, like, it looks like a quinceanera or something. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I am assuming it's, like, some, they're, so they're in this very, actually really nice looking uh, um, room. It's, uh, all the women are dressed up in, like, nice dresses. Um, there are, there is like that shirtless guy again with the nipple person. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it looks like they're just watching a performance from this woman singing. And there's this white guy who is also Scottish. Uh, oh, it's a club. Um, and Chang and his officers go into this club because this is, um, the information they received from that shop owner. And I was going to say, I think this is where like the director kind of shows because uh, before we started the podcast, I was telling Joseph that 
this director, Nicholas Winding Refn, has admitted that he has like a type of fetish fetishization for gore. And um, this feels like one of those scenes where he kind of really like fleshed that out. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. Like I don't want to king shame anyone, but it is like it, I do have a knee jerk reaction of like I'm into gore. Like what? Are you, what? <laughs> I just picture this the director being like bricked up trying to see. <laughs> um, slower, Jake. Slower. <laughs> I do want to point out that I'm looking through IMDb for the fun facts, which sometimes are really stupid, but sometimes are really funny. And this one says, this film was booed at the Keynes Film Festival. <laughs> oh, wow. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Ooh. All right. So Chang just pierced this guy's arm. So Chang found that one white guy that was hired by Julian's mom to shoot him up. And he gets like um, knitting needles and he stabs the knitting needles through this white guy's forearm. Now he's stuck to a chair. But he's not done. He's going to do more. But wait, there's more. It's also kind of crazy, too, because um, one of the officers asked all the women to close their eyes and no matter what, not to open them. So, like, just because this man is, like, pretty much being tortured by Chang and these women are pretty much just hearing everything that's going on with no idea of, like, what actually is going on yeah the the lieutenant tells the girl the all the women like remember girls close your eyes and don't open them no matter what you hear but when i but he says it in thai so i had a i read it and when i read it i didn't read it as remember girls i read it as remember girls like he's telling the guy <laughs> like you better remember girls <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> so you grab now he's grabbed two more um metal things and he put them through this man's thighs look i don't know how i would react if this happened but i don't know how guttural i would scream because he's like <laughs> are you man. saying you wouldn't be screaming like that <laughs> i don't know dude i'm pretty i'm built different i don't know this guy kind of screams like a bitch <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be screaming like that. <laughs> you, you look at Carlos Day, you're like, if that were me, I wouldn't be screaming like that. <laughs> That's the man your your daughter's gonna marry. It'd be funny if like one of his henchmen turned to him and is like, dude, you're scaring the hose. <laughs> I'm screaming. Oh, this part's pretty gnarly. Um, oh, it's so funny. His fucking his line. Oh, did he already stick the needle through his ear? No, that's the next one. That's after this. Is yeah. <laughs> so he tells him that. Uh, what, what does he say? He don't. You don't deserve to see. And I think he says. I think so. Yeah. So he carves out uh, his eyes, or he slices into his eyes with like a pear a pear knife. Okay, this one I would scream like that. That, that, that would be a lie. <laughs> I would just be quiet. I don't want I don't want my girlfriend to get the ick. <laughs> Girls, don't you get the ick when your boyfriend screams too loud and he gets his eyeballs sliced into he's being tortured. <laughs> he says okay, so Chank says, but you're too stubborn, you don't listen. If you don't want to listen, then stop listening. And he sticks a fucking Oh <laughs> damn, dude. He goes to karaoke. <laughs> 
<laughs> he sticks a fucking like needle through his a uh, huge needle through his ear, and then we cut to him singing karaoke. And it's sad because like this room was filled with his like with his uh, police officers, and I was only like two left because the rest got shot up. And he's like teary eyed. We can see that he has like tears in his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Every time he just does something heinous, he's like, "All right, guys, time for karaoke." <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, we're not done yet. I think I'm gonna start doing that. Like if I do something like just totally, like if I went on like if I woke up hungover as fuck or something, it's like, "All right, time for karaoke." <laughs> That'd be a huge bitch, dude. Imagine like you have the toughest day at work and your boss is like, you just watch someone get tortured and they're like, all right, now you got to watch me sing. <laughs> the night's young, boys. <laughs> <laughs> so we see Chang is singing and also we're cut between shots of uh, Julian's mom finding out that the hit on Chang was unsuccessful we see that at this karaoke bar, um, Julian and Mai are also there. And Chang and Julian lock eyes. And it's very intense. He's putting down his microphone. It's so intense. This scene actually is kind of cool. Like how he immediately knows that like... Because I'm sure like this was like his space too, you know? And just to see somebody like Julian in there. This is my safe space. This is where I come after I fucking kill people, not you. <laughs> Find your own place, motherfucker. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I do like Julian when he walks up to Chang and he just tells him, you want to fight? <laughs> <laughs> this guy is also great. Like Chang's second in command. He's also very ominous. Yeah. Yeah. He's a he's a good character in this movie, too. I'm surprised this movie got booed. <laughs> yeah, like I, yeah, I think it's very. I think that's bullshit. I think just because it has gore and action, that it got booed. Um, I don't know for sure. I wasn't there, but like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume that's the reason. And I think action movies should have a place in like revered films. Like mm -hmm. a lot of action movies are 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 immediately kicked to the side of like, ah, eh, it's just for fun. It's just for the, like no, like action movies fucking kick ass and they're fun and they can be very stunning like this movie. Yeah, I know that was like a lot of the thought that went into Drive because uh Nicholas Winding Refin is from uh Europe. So he's heavy into like European films and like European and art films and he really wanted to bring that element into these uh well i mean obviously this film was made in thailand but um like drive into like that american film mm. so that's why it's like it's weird because that movie is like really well received and like really well liked in um the film community but when it came out the general audience was like what the fuck is this yeah that's something that you don't appreciate until years after. I mean, we have a whole fucking podcast dedicated to Ryan Gosling. <laughs> um, yeah, the film that we're watching today, You Only God Forgives, it has 20 nominations across like many different film festivals, and it won 14 of them. A lot of them are for like visuals and set piece and whatever. Uh, this is a cool set piece again. So we're back at the Muay Thai 
arena. And this song that is playing in the background reminded me of Stranger Things. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I, I didn't put that together. God, I'll point that out that it sounds like Stranger Things. This is um, Cliff Martinez. He did um, the soundtrack for this movie or score. He did the score for Drive 2. Score is like oh. a really well-known, like, uh, has a really well-known score. And then he did um, Contagion. He did uh, he did a handful of other movies. But, would, like, a lot of his music is kind of like this, like, synth. I would describe this song as, like, uh, Dracula waking up from his tomb or from his casket. But, like, he opens it up and he's, like, yassified. <laughs> and he's like, oh, shit. He's, like, kind of sexy. And he's also, like, bricked up. <laughs> um. So, yeah, Julian is going to get ready to fight um, Chang. Uh, it's funny you bring up Contagion because I remembered when the pandemic just started, like literally the day that they announced that there'd be a lockdown in the United States. Um, I remember my uh, Carolina's sister, her little sister said, we should watch Contagion as like a joke. We watched it. And then this, I remember her sister like left 15 minutes in to do something else. And me got to watch the whole thing. And I had a night riddled with anxiety thinking like, covid could ha this could happen right now like we could be totally fucked just like in this movie and you know obviously that didn't happen but it was fucking scary <laughs> that's funny because like i immediately watched contagion <laughs> as soon as like everything started closing and i was like oh shit maybe i'll become matt damon <laughs> hey this is the poster for the movie ryan mm -hmm. gossing with his dukes up i like in this scene um how julian's character is kind of like the showy one because he even like circles around Chang and Chang is just standing there and Chang is very like still and like kind of more like meticulated and obviously the better fighter. Yeah. And he actually just absolutely beats the shit out of Julian. Julian doesn't land one fucking punch. Um, not a single one. He gets his ass kicked. And Chang looks so, so fucking cool doing it, too. <laughs> and then we see uh, Julian's mom show up to see to see his, her only son left to get his ass kicked. Yeah, she can't even cheer him on. Fucking bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so we cut in between, like, Chang with his fist up, and we see this, like, statue that's in Julian's arena. And he'll and the statue also has their fist up. And when they cut to the statue, uh, Carolina's dad started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it was a funny like cut. Ooh, god damn! Oh yeah, he gets the shit kicked out. He of He's rocked, dude. He gets yeah. but, but like one thing is that one thing that is crazy is that Julian doesn't get knocked the fuck out. At least I don't think so. Maybe he might right here. But he gets punched several times in the fucking face. All right, never mind. He's knocked out now. <laughs> <laughs> but it is remarkable. Like, imagine, like, fighting God. You'd get your... Of course, you're going to get your ass kicked. But, like, he stood his ground for a bit. Yeah. Julian's mom dresses like 
your single mom that always goes out every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely shops at Kohl's. I'll tell you that much. But she's like the mom that goes out every weekend and only talks to younger guys. <laughs> So my, uh, we we see that my just leaves and she's never seen again in the movie. And I do like that she just sees, she stays to see Julian get his ass kicked. And I was like, all right, <laughs> we're done. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, he or I think she pops up bad. one last time, but she does like decide to leave in that moment. That's a nice shot. Yeah, I do like the lighting. In the scene, it looks really good. And then Ryan Gosling has all this prosthetics on, and he is looking like shit. It's kind of um. There's a this uh um similarity because like earlier when Julian goes to see the father, like now it's like he's in that position, like the father, because he's oh. in the corner of the room and he's like beaten up and mangled, and now. It's uh, his mother telling him, like, you have to go do something about this. That's very true. I never noticed that. And then she drops this bomb on him that um, when she was pregnant with Julian, they wanted her to get to terminate the pregnancy. Yeah. I don't know how as a, like, how as a mom you could ever tell your child that <laughs> she is a stone cold bitch. I mean, I did find out I was a mistakey. <laughs> I was too, but like, <laughs> still, you don't tell your kid, like, they wanted me to fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> or not kill. Turn the lights off. Turn the lights off. There you go. <laughs> Damn. So in the scene right now, uh, uh, Julian's mom is saying that she knows that uh, that she fucked up and um, she was trying to avenge Billy's death. But now she realizes, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Maybe those neighbors playing the trumpet and it sounds god awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they need a little more practice. <laughs> um, but she's telling him that. Now, like, she knows that, uh, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, there's just like a a trumpet in the, or saxophone or something in the background. (laughs) They're trying their damnedest. They're trying hard. Yeah, it reminds me of a Squidward. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. Emilio, can you pause it real quick? Cause I, my pants are like my pants, my bladder is about to explode. All right, we're gonna cut real quick. Weep. All right, we're back. Sorry, I had a, I had a pee so bad. <laughs> we're back. If you want the full effect of of um, our commentary, you should drink a watermelon white claw. I had a whole, I chugged a whole tall boy, and I couldn't hold it in. This white claw is actually not bad. I'm so used to drinking truly. <laughs> this is actually like kind of refreshing. I love white. I think it's so crazy because White Claw was like the first seltzer that I saw. Okay, we just saw Julian shoot a guy in the face. Was the first uh, seltzer, hard seltzer that I saw, and it's still my favorite out of all of them. Oh, so Julian is at um, Chang's house right now. So he shot one of the police officers that was uh, on guard in the front door. 
And Julian does not look good. He looks like shit. He looks like he got the shit beat out of him. We see a close-up of uh, Chang's other sword that he has at the house. And so Chang left or has a police officer guarding his house because he's assuming that Crystal, Julian's mom, still has a hit out on him. So he wants to just be safe. And he was right. What do you think of Ryan Gosling's look in this scene? Because he looks fucking mangled. I actually like it. I don't think you see a lot of um, like the leads look like they got the shit beat out of them. So it's definitely like different and a lot more like realistic than like other action movies. He looks like the bad guy from the mask, the one that puts on the mask. You know, oh yeah, you know yeah. About, yeah. Like his like about. cheek structure is like insane. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he put on the mask. He looks like he's gonna play grimace because of his two black eyes. <laughs> Okay. So um, at this point, um, one of the henchmen that's there, he asks Julian, who's going to kill uh, the kid? And Julian asks him what he's talking about. And the henchman reveals that Crystal told him that they're going to kill everyone in the house and not just Chang. Yeah, including the nanny who could also be his wife, we're not sure, <laughs> and <laughs> Chang's daughter. So it's really fucked up. And we can also... Uh, Julian doesn't say much, but we can see that he's conflicted of like, what? I didn't, I'm, I'm not going to do that. And we see, we cut to Chang meeting with Julian's mom. And using her white privilege, she hired <laughs> a bunch of goons to kill people. And now she has, she's literally telling Chang like, I was only here to pick up my, my son's body and I'm leaving now. And then Crystal, Julian's mom, drops another bomb that Julian is in Thailand because he murdered his father, Crystal's husband, because he was a violent person. Um, pretty fucking crazy. She is a very, the, she's like the worst person. Yeah. <laughs> she's, I mean, actually, Billy's the worst person, but she's number two. <laughs> yeah, she's very, uh, she's a very like manipulative um, character. Because the scene prior to this, when she's talking to Julian, she tells Julian, like, I need you to do one more thing for me. And I know I wouldn't ask you after your father. So it's kind of like insinuated that she asked Julian to kill the father. What's the name of the director again? One last time. Uh, Nicholas Winding Refn. Yeah. So Nicholas Winding Refn is also a weirdo because every <laughs> woman that he, every woman that he presents in the movie is uh well the the main villain is a woman right uh mm -hmm. we see that the only women that really pop up in the movie are sex workers and now reading that he he thought of this movie after he had his second daughter is very strange <laughs> it's very <laughs> weird he definitely is a, a weird guy even like um um Brian Brian Gosling said in an interview, like he doesn't think he's weird, but he calls him like an oddball. Like, he's definitely like a little bit odd. 
Well, he hasn't done a movie with him since, so <laughs> I think distancing himself was probably the right idea. <laughs> yeah, after this, um, he actually did Neon Demon. Uh, oh, I've heard the, of that movie, yeah. What's her name? Elle Fanning? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he also has a show on uh, Amazon called Too Young... Too Young to Die or something like that with uh, Miles Teller. So we're seeing that uh, Chang's daughter is arriving home. I really feel like this woman's the nanny. I don't know okay. why. That's the that's the vibe I got, but I'm not 100%. Because he doesn't kiss her or anything when he walks in. But who knows? Maybe. So we see Julian. He's holding a magnum. Not a condom. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> a gun. And the... Um, the other henchman just shot and killed the nanny and he's walking over to shoot the child. And Julian is staring down this poor defenseless child. What the fuck is he going to do? Ooh. Okay. He shot way too many times. I was worried that he was going to kill the kid. <laughs> he shot <laughs> like three times. And uh, yeah, so it's revealed that Julian killed the henchman and not the daughter. He has some remorse and some restraint and he's not a complete <laughs> asshole even yeah. though he's like scarred this child for life for killing this guy <laughs> in front of her. He looks like Grimace. <laughs> <laughs> he looks insane. Alright, so Chang's walking in. Um, Crystal is being interviewed by his like second in command and now Crystal sees that Chang's there and she is like scared. There comes a sword. He's pulling out his sword from out of nowhere. Probably up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear, yeah, you hear that suction. <laughs> That's why when he walks, you can hear like a whistle. <laughs> That's why he walks like that because <laughs> he has to hold it in there. <laughs> I really thought that he was gonna like chop off like her hand or something. Or, yeah, know? I thought it was gonna be a little bit more. Um, I don't know something, but he just fucking gets her right in the jugular yeah right he's holding the knife up to her face and he's gonna do it right it's taking way longer than i expected (laughs) he's getting ready there we go Ooh, he doesn't even like slices he like stabs it into her neck yeah and the the actor playing crystal falls very good like it's very crazy (laughs) That's wild that this guy's a cop. Yeah. <laughs> and all the other cops are like, cool. Like, That's my fucking boss, man. I, I roll for this motherfucker. We see that Julian grabs the other sword that um, Chang has. Really no payoff. I thought they were going to have like a final sword battle, but that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, he walks out with uh, one of Chang's swords. Okay. A lot. So, like, okay, a lot of scenes in this movie are very strange, right? It's very, like we said, a very visually stunning movie, but this is probably the most strange scene. Do you want to walk us through it, Emilio? Yeah, if I have to. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah. So, Julian goes back to the hotel where his mom was staying, and he finds his mother dead um, on the floor. And basically what he does is he looks upon her dead body 
and he uses the sword to cut into her stomach and he then proceeds to shove his hands in there yeah (laughs) (laughs) very strange and Amelia pointed out to me that um the director asked Ryan Gosling, what do you think your character should do in the scene? And that Ryan Gosling said something to the effect of like, I think Julian never had a real connection with his mom. So he would probably like want to be back inside of her when he yeah. was close to her in her womb. So that's why he stabs her stomach and reaches inside. Um, odd choice. <laughs> odd choice. It's also like a little weird that Ryan Gosling was the one who suggested <laughs> that. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, this scene is just weird. Yeah. I mean, when you're hanging around weird people, you're going to be weird. So yeah, I still blame this on the director. But <laughs> he was like in love with the sex workers. <laughs> so, well, um, yeah. And his his look right here, Ryan Gosling's look, Whoa. looks heavily like CGI'd uh, his eyes and stuff, which is unfortunate. It does look a little shoddy but it's okay it's a little too soft it looks like he has a mm-hmm. filter on his face yeah what was he trying to what, I, don't, I don't know I don't know what he was I don't know what he would find in there <laughs> this is off topic but it makes me laugh whenever like a bunch of like gym bros like use like filters on Instagram especially guys that are very like I'm a manly man and this and that and you're all pussies or whatever and then they use filters when they take photos it's like okay <laughs> like, you can have it both ways dude so Julian's back at the I guess like strip at the club mm-hmm. Mai's there and fucking Chang walks in and stares down Julian no words are exchanged but it's this understanding of like you gotta come with me dude yeah I think um I think there's like some uh, subcontext where Chang knows that he spared his daughter's life. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think that's why um, he doesn't kill him outright. Yeah. I'm going to cut to Julian's lubriderm hands are a little dirty now. <laughs> it's lubriderm hands. I use lubriderm. That's why I say that. <laughs> Yeah, so they're yeah. Actually, that prosthetic does look kind of like filtered on. Yeah, it's a little soft. Like they definitely like altered it after. Chang looks so cool. <laughs> yeah. So in uh, so now they're in like it looks like they're out in the middle of the woods, and Julian is holding out his hands, and Chang. It looks like he is like accepting whatever punishment Chang thinks that he deserves. And again, it's like a heavy emphasis on his uh, hands. We see this same scene we see over and over of Chang raising up his sword in this black background. And I like that his henchmen like pop up out of nowhere in the background. And the sword comes down. We never see it, but it's assumed that both of Julian's hands are chopped off. 
And just like every day ends, the sergeant takes out the boys for some karaoke. <laughs> We're back at the karaoke bar. And they're singing. I actually wrote it down because I like the song. Um, they're singing You Are, or Chang is singing You Are My Dream by Proud. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This song did sound familiar. The melody did. And he's singing and everyone's into it. And that's the fucking end of the movie. And it sounds sweet. It sounds really good. Like yeah, good. actually, I actually really like the song. <laughs> well, shit, we're at the end. Um, so I'm going to ask you, Emilio, as we always do, um, what do I ask you? <laughs> give, me, uh, give me a final yeah. summary of your feelings about the movie and rate it from a score from one to five. You know, I, I actually, I, I kind of like this movie. It's... um different it's a little bit more like uh more artistic uh yeah actually i like it a lot more than i remember i did initially watching it um i would give it like a three three and a half out of five that's very respectable. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's a very visually stunning movie. Um, I did cringe a lot watching it with like other people, <laughs> but um, I do appreciate that it's like an action movie with like an artistic statement behind it, mm-hmm. and it's very stunning. The visuals are very cool. The scenes are really cool. Um, I think about movies like Song to Song and how like those are also very artsy, mm-hmm. but like. This one has way more to say. This one is more of a cohesive story. And um, I would watch it again. Watching it again right now for the second time, I really enjoyed it. It was nice to just sit back and make comments on it. Um, I'll give it a five out of five um, because I like it a lot. Um, All right. So in the pantheon of Ryan Gosling movies, all the way down to an F, all the way up to an S ranking, where are you going to rank this one? I would give this maybe an A minus because like, I mean, Brian Gosling doesn't really do anything like different. It is a lot more of like physical acting and a lot of like expressions, especially like facial expressions, which he actually does very well. There are several scenes where he looks, um, scared and confused and you can really get that from just those facial cues that he does um so i would give it an a minus just based off of that is it is a lot of like heavy there's a lot of heavy lifting as far as acting coming from his facial cues yeah i agree um i'm gonna give it a b I truly feel like the star of this film is that is a uh, Chang. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Gosling is also obviously a prominent character, but this is mostly Chang's movie. Yeah. Um, the one thing I would ding it for is that I really expected more action to be in it. And I think it's kind of a shame that they didn't have even more action. Um, but yeah, I think it's a solid movie. It's, it's a lot of fun. I would watch it again, but yeah, I'm going to give it a B. Um, okay. So last question. Are we literally him? Are you literally Julian? Mm, I mean, I guess like in how he's 
aware of like how other people are doing like wrong around him and he doesn't I mean he doesn't necessarily really um immerse himself in that world but obviously he's still like a part of it so there is like some blame to put on him in terms of like all this like pretty much all the the crime that this family's doing but I would say just having that awareness of like morality, like right and wrong, I guess. But other than that, no. I mean, I did like Muay Thai for like six months, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't rock. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I can't rock um, DPs. <laughs> um, I definitely have mommy issues, but maybe, but definitely not to this extent. It's a lot different. Um, and I would be too scared to smuggle drugs. Or learn how to fight. So, would you uh, get prostitutes? <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that either. <laughs> um, so, I'm going to give this, uh, or not give this movie, but I'm going to, um, I'm going to say that I'm zero percent. <laughs> well, that's another episode, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I guess next week we're going to watch uh, the big short because after that, we only have drive left. Yeah. And then that'll be the end of our podcast. And we're both going to jump off a bridge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so tune in next week. And also you guys should give us a rating. Amelia, yeah. what should they rate us? Uh, they should rate us a five hands out of five, <laughs> five fingers, five fingers, five Luberderm fingers. <laughs> uh, and you guys should also, I like the special thanks that they give in the movie. It's to Thai beverage There's public. Some, yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. And, um, yeah, you guys should also follow us on TikTok, mm-hmm. literally him podcast. And, uh, mm-hmm. we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.